Hello and welcome to another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. This week, I want to share with you one of the most important aspects of being a business owner of any type, especially if you're an entrepreneur, right? Someone who is thinking really big picture. And that is that you are a problem solver, okay? What's going to separate you from 99% of other people is your ability to intelligently, quickly, and creatively solve problems. One thing that I wish more people had sort of made clear to me when I was getting into business is that business is a lot about problem solving, you do have, when you become a business owner and an entrepreneur, you do have a lot more problems to solve than uh, people who are typically employees or, or even subcontractors necessarily have to worry with because you have a lot more administrative and, and people problems to deal with. You've got cash flow problems to deal with. You've got the separation between your uh, business finances and home finances. You've got client issues and you've got just all kinds of different things, okay? And in this episode, I kind of want to share with you just some of my thoughts about how to diagnose problems in your web design business and move forward with those things. Just before we do that, I wanted to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by my subscription web design mentorship program. If you're in the situation where, you know, you need a little bit of handholding and a little bit of help, you know, moving from step one to step two to step three, not exactly sure the right path you should take and would like to get that one-to-one um, -one sort of guidance moving through different situations that you face, then I would encourage you to join our mentorship program program. I say one-to-one -one because we, we keep it small, even though it's a group experience. What's really cool is watching different members of the group interact and share their stories and their struggles with one another. And it's just been a really fun and fascinating experience for me. And I uh, would love for you to come join in and be a part of it as well. Imagine being able to present the problems that you are facing with your coach and with a group of your peers and get lots of help and love and care working through those situations. That's exactly what we provide inside of the subscription web design mentorship. And I would love to have you over there. To join, just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and you'll see all the information there that you need to know. All right. So as we get into this topic, I'm not necessarily talking about like urgent client issues, like a website going down. Obviously, those sorts of problems are going to come up. Really, what I'm speaking of is is business level um, decisions that you're going to need to work through in order to solve problems with things like efficiency and project management and and cash flow and and people. You know, these are all things that you didn't have to think of before when you were working for somebody else. But as the business owner, you now have to take on that burden and shoulder that responsibility and um, really hone these skills. It takes time to develop this and sometimes you'll have a little bit of a, uh, you know, a sense for what the right thing to do is in a situation and other times it's going to take a lot of counsel and a lot of thought on how to handle these situations. And, you know, I know it's, it might sound like maybe not the sexiest subject and, you know, certainly we're not going to have a rah-rah a party over talking about diagnosing problems in your business, but, but I have to tell you, this is the real stuff, right? This is the stuff that every single day 
people who own businesses, web design businesses, subscription web design businesses are dealing with. And so it would be unfair and really inaccurate for me not to address these things as we go along the way. As bad as I want this for you, as bad as I want you to be a full-time subscription web design business owner and to be able to create that kind of life for yourself, and I do want that for you, um, there are going to be those things that you have to work through. And they come up, and they're real, and some days are better than other days, and some days are a whole lot worse than other days. But it is part of the responsibility that we have as entrepreneurs. So how do you actually go about doing this? How do you diagnose problems? What are some sort of tips and, and practices that you can do in order to help make this process a little bit more manageable? For one, I would say begin with asking, is this a problem or an opportunity, okay? Is this a problem or is this an opportunity? This one question, this one reframing can change everything about the way that you're experiencing problems as they come up. Like I said, they happen daily, weekly, monthly. You know, some are smaller, some are bigger. There are rhythms that your business and, and patterns that you'll go through, okay? But if you're constantly looking for ways to reframe potential problems as opportunities, then that can make all the difference in the world. What is one example of that? Well, one real tangible example uh, of this happened for me a couple years ago when it was probably around this time, maybe maybe a month or two after this, a couple years ago, 2021, we lost uh, a client who made up a significant portion of our income at that time. And um, it was not great <laughs> because honestly, I didn't know what the next steps were going to be. You know, I didn't know how much longer we could make it. And I didn't know that the business was going to survive. And looking back on that now, it seems kind of silly. Um, but it was a really big deal to me at the time. And, and I never want to forget that. I never want to take those experiences for granted. And just a couple months later from that happening, we, we survived those months and um, we were able to develop a program called Crest, and which we've talked about briefly before on the podcast and we'll for sure talk about it in the future. But Crest is basically the marketing uh, framework that I developed and we have services to go along with that. And I developed that and signed my first client for that very shortly after that experience. And that changed everything for us, the ability to do that. And we had the, the, the space and the mental clarity. And frankly, the situation kind of sparked the ingenuity because we had to do something. And so a lot of times what you'll find is that your problems, yeah, sure, they, they could be problems. But if you'll reframe and think about how you could turn the problem into an opportunity to move into the future, again, it's just a, a complete mental shift that will change the way that you're thinking about it, Okay. Another thing I want to tell you when it comes to problems is that sometimes you need to get out of your own head. And so I would recommend this very brief little three-step move to note the issue, move on, and then dedicate time to return to solving the problem. Okay. Now, the reason I say this is because when problems arise, you are often tempted to dive right into the problem and of course, sometimes that's necessary, okay? 
if there's some sort of emergency situation, you know, a, a, a website goes down even that should be doing, you know, that does thousands of dollars in business every day and it's down and, and it's your fault. You know, of course, there are times when you're in emergency mode, rush mode, you got to get things going. OK, most of the problems that I'm talking about here in the context of this conversation, business level problems are things that you can take note of, move on, get your head out of it. And then rationally come back to it, set aside and dedicate time to solving that problem, reframing that opportunity and making something happen as a result. That's what I did when I lost that client and then eventually ended up creating Crest. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do at the time. I did know that there was nothing I could do in the immediate to recover that revenue. You know, I didn't have necessarily another client in the pipeline ready to go. That would have made the most sense to work with for that. And so we moved on. And then we came back, dedicated time, found a solution, identified some people to sell the solution to, and made it happen. And that is the kind of thing that you can do when you give yourself space. The next thing that I want to share with you is to craft an experimental approach to problem solving. This is an insight that I got from Michael Hyatt from Full Focus Co. And this insight allows you to take a look at your, your, your problems or not even necessarily your your you know your problems, but even just things that you'd like to try. Like let's say what you're dealing with is a, a cash flow problem and you'd like to try offering a new service, but you're not really sure that it's going to be a great fit for your business. You can approach just about anything as an experiment. Now, Lee Cockrell, who was the, I think, senior vice president of operations for the Walt Disney Company for a number of years, 10, 15 years, wrote a book called Creating Magic. It's a fantastic book. And he um, likes to distinguish between reversible solutions and irreversible solutions. And any solution that you put in place to problems that are that is irreversible obviously requires quite a bit more consideration and, and thought and weighing the consequences and, you know, really looking at what's going to be necessary to make it happen. But, you know, in his estimation, most of the time, changes that needed to be made were reversible. In other words, if the change didn't work, it could just easily be reverted back to the way it was before. And this is the hallmark of an experimental mindset. And so, if you're experiencing a problem and you think maybe, uh, you know, a cash flow problem and maybe introducing a new particular service would help solve the problem, then do that experimentally. You know, you don't have to offer it forever. There's no rule book that says that you have to. Yet sometimes mentally, we'll just kind of put that pressure on ourselves. But that pressure is, is fake. It's not real. You don't have to give into it. You can be experimental about it and um, treat it a little bit lighter, you know. Just be playful with it. It's fun. Business should be fun. We can experiment with things without getting tied down into having to commit to something for a very, very long time. Lastly, and finally, is get the help of someone who's been where you are. You know, it really is helpful. And I know I sound biased because I have a mentorship program, but I mean, yes, I, I am. I have a mentorship program because I want to help. And, you know, guys like my coach, Josh, he has programs like this because he wants to help. And, we can help because we've been there before. Um, and, and so it, it is important to be able to have someone that you can lean on, a mentor who's been in the spot that you were at before in order to help get you and pull you up the ladder, pull you off the side of the cliff to that next level. And in fact, it's for that reason that I recommend you find a mentor who's not light years ahead of where you should be. 
okay, or where you want to be. There, yeah, there's a time to bring in that kind of person. A lot of the times, you want to find somebody who's just two, three, four, five steps ahead of you. And honestly, that's how I see myself. I don't see myself as having arrived on some huge pedestal. We don't do millions a year. We don't have a, you know, a, um, a multi, you know, person, like like 30 plus people agency. That's not how we roll. You know, we're a small business. We're a small but mighty team, less than 10 people, you know, subcontractors. We don't even have full-time employees. You know, and we're, we're just doing the work. Um, on the regular basis. And so I think that's the kind of mentor that you should be looking for. And so we're pleased and proud to be able to offer the mentorship um, services that we do. So subscriptionwebdesign.com is where you can get signed up for that. But the point there was just simply to say that you do need a mentor. I really think that it will change the game for you if you could lean on and rely on someone to help give you personalized help to get you to the next level. And I'd be glad to offer you that. There's other great folks who could offer that as well. Um, regardless, even if you find someone to be in a mastermind group with or something, you know, get help. Don't go on this journey alone. Be able to reach out to someone when you have problems that need solving. And I think that will help you quite a bit. Okay, that's going to be it for this episode of the Subscription and Web Design Podcast. If you're enjoying it, I do wish you would like it on YouTube. You can share it. You can uh, comment there and just let me know if you like it how things are going. And um, I'd love to hear from you. It's always a joy. I'm going to try to get a lot better about responding to comments and things. If you're listening on audio, then yeah, I would just encourage you to share the link out with your friends. That's the only way it's going to grow. Let them know that you're enjoying this podcast and that it would be good for them to listen to as well. That's all for now. We'll see you guys next time. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.